Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, July 2nd. And you know what the first Friday of the month means? It is like a delicious race day. It is the jobs report day. Yes. I know. You're not that excited. I get it. I get it. You don't have to be so excited. It's all right. I'm excited. Uh, This is uh, going to be one of those reports where uh, I think we're going to see something like five or 600,000 jobs added. Maybe the unemployment rate's going to slip down a bit, maybe to 5.7%. What am I going to look at? I am going to look at um, what Diane Swank told me to look at. And that is we're going to look at the number of people who are retiring, the size of the labor force, and we're going to see if more people are coming back into the labor force. So that's what I'm going to check out. It, it's not, I know, it's sort of weird because we put so much emphasis on the jobs report, it, we in the financial media, but for most of you, uh, you probably don't care that much. So I know you're just getting ready for your long weekend. Let's get you ready for your long weekend by doing a program here that just takes the mystery out of your financial life. Don't forget, if you have a question, Send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Daryl writes that he will be 62 in a few months. And he says, you ready for this? The difference between claiming his social security retirement benefits at 62 and waiting until his full retirement age, which is 66 and 10 months, is approximately 800 bucks a month. I've got zero debt, no other retirement to speak of. It was taken by my ex-wife's attorneys. Oh boy, I'm currently employed with full benefits. Do I take it now or wait? Signed, Real Life Story in Kentucky. Okay, well look, a couple of things. If you don't need to take this money, okay, what I would really encourage you to do, especially because you have no other real retirement to speak of, is to wait because by waiting, that is basically guaranteeing you more money in the future. So especially because you're working, the only reason to take it now would be if if you said to me you're in terrible health shape 
and you know you're you're unlikely to live until your late 70s but other than that i would wait you know if you don't have a lot of retirement savings to speak of then it's even more important if the longer you wait the better off your retirement benefits will be if you could wait till 70 that would be even better i hope that helps it sounds like you uh gone through some rough times sharon says I heard you counseling a man about regular IRAs and Roth IRAs that you said it's all one pot of money. And I believe you recommended converting everything to a Roth. However, I didn't get everything you said. Explain. I'm 71 years old. I'm not quite sure what the best move is. I have carefully converted most of my money to a Roth, but I have an annuity that's a regular IRA and I think another small account. Just need to check that for sure. I'm not sure which question it was, but when I said all one pot of money, meaning that it's all your money and some of it will be taxed already, which is a Roth IRA, some of it won't be taxed. That's a regular IRA. It's just your big retirement savings pot. The question is knowing whether or not you've had the tax liability established or not. And the Roth does make it easier. If you're meeting with it's, you know, Sharon says she's going to meet with her financial planner. But the one thing that is important is to ask the financial planner, you know, I want to make sure that I don't use all of my money in non-retirement assets to convert because at 71, you need to have some liquidity. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Mark is now explaining what the one pot of money is. I think we were talking about the pro rata rule about the conversion If you have an annuity that is an IRA and you have been converting, you better talk to your financial planner about that because that could throw off some of the calculations. If you have old IRAs and you're converting, there is something called the pro rata rule, which makes the conversion process a little sticky if you've got a whole different bunch of money that is scattered around. So what I would ask your financial planner is, Am I subject to the pro rata rule with the annuity? I think that's the question you want to ask. Okay. Alexandra says, we've been a financial advisor that we met through our bank. We've worked with him for about a decade. A few years ago, he decided to join a private firm, a brokerage firm, and he pressured us to follow him. We did, albeit begrudgingly. He has managed our money prudently. Returns are as expected provides adequate time and explanations. We're paying 1% for a $1.8 million portfolio. At times, thinking about just getting a second independent opinion as we are nearing retirement, or even going to a robo-advisor to avoid the fees and a human relationship. We generally do not like talking to financial folks. (laughs) We dislike the social events that are often thrown into the mix. COVID has been a blessing in this regard. How do you end these relationships? For some reason, Breaking up is hard to do. You're not alone. I think a lot of people feel that way. I think that if you just want money management, you don't really need financial advice, then you should absolutely explore the robo-advisor world. You really should. And when we talk about robo-advisors, let me tell you what this is. This is a way of using algorithms or computer modeling to help invest assets These services are provided through big companies like Vanguard, like Schwab, like Fidelity, and they're also provided by uh, some independent firms like Betterment and Wealthfront. But essentially, it's a way to just kind of put your portfolio on autopilot, and it would be less money because 
If you're just doing straight money management, it'll be about a quarter of a percent. So you'll be saving that 0.75%, that 75 basis points. That's just yours. It'll be yours. Flow right down to the bottom line. Boom, you'd be done. Okay. And again, this is if you don't really want the advice, that's easy to do. In terms of how do you break up, let me explain to you the way to do this, gang. You move your money out. You go to the new place and you start the process of leaving the firm. Essentially is a tape-to-tape transfer where you go to the new firm, you say, I want to transfer all my money here, and you'll fill out some paperwork, you'll sign it, and then it will automatically transfer from old firm to new firm. You can get a sense from the new firm of how long that will take. And then you will craft a very easy email that will go something like this. Dear advisor, we want to thank you so much for your 10 years of help. We've been very happy to work with you and we're grateful for the service. We've decided that we will be managing our money ourselves. Thank you so much. Goodbye. That's it. But do it right after the money leaves the account or right as that's happening. And when they say they want to talk, you can either decide to talk to the person or not. You don't have to, but, you know, that's how you break up. Remember the old, uh, Mark, you won't know this. You didn't watch Sex in the City, did you? You did? <gasps> exactly. It's like being broken up on a post-it note. That's exactly what it is. You got, you knew where I was going. I'm so glad. You know, it makes me love you even more that you love Sex in the City. You know why? Because it's like hanging out with old friends. Now, of course, you're a boy, but I will ask you this anyway. Which one of those four is the one you identify with? Yes, of course, we're Mirandas. Come on. Both of us are Mirandas. Your partner is a Miranda. My partner is a Miranda. We watch that show because we are like, oh my God, what are these other creatures? Who are these other creatures? Because I don't even have friends who are like that. I really don't. I'm friends with a bunch of Mirandas. I got to get some Samanthas in my life. I really do. (laughs) Break up with a post-it note, okay? Just do it. Mark, do you think that's cruel? Yeah, yeah. And what about breaking up in the, the, um, with your advisor with a nice email that doesn't make, okay, he's good with that. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a note from Chris. What should I prioritize? Hi, Jill. I love the podcast and the advice you give to your listeners. Here's my situation. I'm in my mid forties, married and four teenagers ranging from 13 to 17 years old at home. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm sorry that that just hit me. Four teenagers from 13 to 17. Household income is $100,000 a year. We've got $10,000 saved in 529s for each child and a Roth IRA with $5,000. We're a bit late to the game in retirement savings, but also do not want our kids to be saddled with student loan debt in the coming years. Not sure what to prioritize, retirement versus college funding, or do we do a little of both? We, oh my God, they're going to have all four kids in college at the same time for at least one year. If you have any resources you can share about scholarships, that would be great. Thanks for your advice. Okay. First of all, don't worry about saving for 529s. You will actually be entitled. Forget about loans. You're going to get financial aid, okay? You're 100 grand a year, 13 to 17-year-olds. You're like you're going to get financial aid. You know what my advice is? Stop saving for the 529. Be clear that the way that you're going to do this and not settle settle them with debt, then the way that you do that is to choose cheaper schools. You know? Mark, am I, am I, is that too brutal? I mean, I think that's just the way it's going to be. 
I really think that you you would dri- you'd be driving yourself crazy for no reason on this. You really don't have to do that. Don't worry. Let's take you off the hook. It's okay. Everything's cool. From my perspective, at least, all you need to do is research it, get the kids involved. Resources for college res- um, for colleges, Mark, what, what are we doing? Well, I mean, Saving for College does 529 plans, but what about other resources that we can give him? Right, 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 right. So go to bethkobliner.com. There's a guide on Beth's website, which is called, so it's bethkobliner.com and it's a guide and it's, we need to talk college. That's what we would suggest. Mark and I love Beth. Good luck, Chris, four kids, 13 to 17. Could you die, Mark? Okay. And before we leave on this Friday of Independence Weekend, Hi, Jill. I thought you would like to know that the FINE Financial Independence New Endeavor acronym was introduced in a woman, a women on fire face group that I'm part of. That's so awesome. I think it resonated with quite a few women in the group based on the comments. That's so great. Glad to know that. I also wanted to tell you that since we spoke in March, my husband and I decided to sell one of our rental properties and will now be on track to be debt free, including our mortgage, in two years. Thank you again for talking me through things. Lastly, I was thinking about your mantra, grit, growth, grace, this week. The idea of grace never really resonated with me until I started thinking about the word in terms of self-forgiveness or self-grace. We need to forgive our past mistakes with money, stop comparing ourselves to others, and accept where we are in the journey in order to make positive changes and move forward. I like that now. That's good, right, Mark? We are tough on ourselves. And so uh, Jennifer continues to write, when I hear the mantra in the future, it's going to be a reminder to let go of the dumb things that I've done with my money in the past and reflect on how far I have come. It's perfect, really. Keep doing what you do. It is so appreciated. And congratulations on the new pod, Jennifer. What a nice way to end. Thank you, Jennifer, for that lovely note. You're clearly following my instruction to do something nice for someone else today because that was really nice of you to write in. Uh, if you've got a financial question and or a reflection or a follow-up, I always like to hear what you guys have been doing, you know? Isn't that fun, Mark, to be like, hey, we actually made a difference. It's the best part of our job. If you've got a question or concern, if you want a follow-up, send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on the website, jillonmoney.com, hit the contact button. Uh, it's Friday, so I like to tell you this. I, do you, Mark, do you think I should do this every single show? I feel like seven days a week is a lot. That's why I do it on Fridays. And I tell you that our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We are distributed by Cadence 13. And we do love our mantra this year of grit, growth, grace. Be graceful with each other. Be graceful to yourselves. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.